senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. I'm not normally a praying man, but if you're up there, please save me, Superman! Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Hi, I'm welcome to the Crisis on Infinite Midlife podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. This is... <laughs> you don't have that much energy. Neither one of us has that much fucking energy. Fake it till <laughs> you make it, baby. Oh, we're not making shit today. This is episode 86, <laughs> vastly late uh, after a week off uh, anyway, uh, which we apologize for. And this week's episode, it's on the, the mobile setup, which... I was going to say it's the only thing we have room for, but that's really not the case because the home office is damn near fucking empty. Yeah, circumstances have gone way out of control recently. It's, we've mentioned the last few episodes, yeah, idly and then not so idly looking to land a new home office, one without uh, vermin. Yes. Other than myself. <laughs> After several days without showering, which has happened more than once during this whole process. And then we looked at some places and, well, what actually wound up happening is, yeah, stuff accelerated more and more and more. And it it turns out if you want to have money to buy a new home office, you kind of need to sell the one that you have. And apparently there's a certain expectation on the part of people who might buy that... It doesn't look like a hole. Yeah, it doesn't look like uh, someone... A hovel. Yeah, like Baba Yaga squatted and just dumped 4,000 pounds of comic books. Very specific Russian folklore reference there. I I read some Hellboy, and clearly you're not reading enough Hellboy. But... I I have no response. Yeah, all right. (laughs) So, yeah, what wound up happening the week before Labor Day in the United States, this whole process started picking up, and it was recommended, yeah, you need to clear your house out. And day upon day upon day of buddies with pickup trucks and boxes and clearing bookshelves of trade paperbacks and boxing up comics and trying to get them over to storage, moving friggin' furniture out of here to try to convince people to... Because the problem is we live in Metro Boston. Shit is not cheap here. So we needed to get as much money as we could out of here. So and it was a rush. We found a place that we liked. We put an offer on it, and it was it's contingent on us selling our house. Well, you're not even on the market yet. Well, fuck me. I got comic books. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And so, yeah, that went on, God, literally until Friday last week. And then we had open houses here. Well, then we had frantic cleaning on Friday and Saturday right up until... The open house started. Yeah, funny story. We've had a maid service because um, we've had a maid service since we moved into this home office nine years ago because we're filthy, dirty, disgusting people, and I can't be bothered. To we pick really up a are. Mop. I'll build you a computer, but a mop. I don't. I don't understand. There's one moving part, and I don't get it. So, yeah, it turns out they're fucking fired. This place was filthy even it's after awful. they cleaned it. So, yeah, a combination of frantically trying to clean the place up and then there's open houses which means you can't be in your own home because it turns out the people who might be interested in buying your home they don't want to see you because you 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 will make it look wrong yeah because if they see a big cat piss stain on the (laughs) wall they don't want to look at you nobody wants to have to give the pity look or the 
the, the, the dopey smile of, oh, hey, it happens everywhere. Get to the car. Get to the fucking car now. We're getting out of here. I, I pulled a ball of lint out from under the refrigerator that was about the size of a triple. We're disgusting people is really what I'm trying to get at. It's just, it, we're terrible, terrible human. We're drunk often, and stuff hits the floor, and what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, eventually it blends in with the floor, so the floor's not dirty, it's patterned. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> not after this week. So, and apparently the new thing, we figured going into this weekend, okay, they're going to do one open house, we'll have the other day, we can set the studio up and do the show, because all the studio had to be breaking broken down it has to be broken down every week anyway but and hidden me <laughs> yeah all the pieces had to be hidden this time so just to get out the mobile rig i had to move like 10 boxes worth of shit to get to it um but no it turns out the latest uh mode of doing these kind of things is oh no for the first weekend we're having two open houses all right well fuck me i suppose i can live in my car and then and the wrinkle there is you know we've got our our home office mascot parker the kitten well really more of a, a cat now but if you have a dog and you're having an open house, you can take your dog for a walk. If you have a cat, you need to find other arrangements. I mean, you can take your cat for a walk if you <laughs> if you don't want to be trolled. If you don't by, care what happens to it. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be trolled by college students screaming epithets at you as you walk <laughs> past. I don't need that kind of shit. And yeah. He, and Parker's not been trained for the harness. I tried to put a collar on him once. He looked at me like I told him he was adopted. Was, oh, he, he's no. adopted. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't speak English, and what, do you want to give him a court case, for nah, Christ's he, sake? He gave you the Hummel eyes. Yeah, oh, just horrible. It's it's heartbreaking. So, yeah, it was he's got to go in a box, and that means he's got to go in my car, but you know, also, on top of all this, my folks were up visiting from Florida this past week, so we've got strangers in the home office for two straight days, constant cleaning in the morning, trying to figure out what to do with the cat, and keep my folks amused. And then we figured, all right, because we announced on our website on Sunday, it's like, we just don't have the juice. We will do the show Monday. That was our original intention. We're taping this late on Tuesday night after even more activity because the funny thing is, yeah, what's not supposed to happen after an open house is a massive fucking bidding war. Certainly not on our place. Yeah, not on this. (laughs) (laughs) We did did yeoman's work on it, but for years it was whatever. So, but that's what happened, and an offer's been made, so it was a whole extra bunch of activity, and now everybody's swarming because we've got the offer on the other place that's been accepted. We have to do things for that. We have to do th- things for this. We're looking for legal documents in order to try to obtain a mortgage for this new place, and we're just going through the old records. It's like bail bond, bail bond, bail bond. Where's the fucking W-2? Bail bond. <laughs> So it's just it's been too much activity. The comic books from this week have been hidden in a box until earlier tonight. So this is this is going to be an extremely truncated episode, like perhaps fifteen or twenty minutes, because we just we have had no time. And I apologize in advance. There are going to be bursts and fits and starts of activities right now. The preliminary move date is the end of October. So we may have about six or eight weeks of of, of issues getting extended shows. Now, as of now, it appears the open houses are done, so we can bring the studio back. So hopefully, we'll be on a more regulated schedule than you than the last couple of weeks. But I apologize in advance; things might be dicey for a little bit. I'm still hung up on the fact that the the person taking possession of the property wants me to leave all the window treatments. This is like fucking like Target window treatments. It's like- <laughs> 
Well, at this least... is ain't no like pottery barn shit here. This is <laughs> at least it's like it's... Bob's microfiber. At least it's <laughs> it's not Walmart. You know, they, these people know that you've know, got some fucking Target class for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, that... and there's these like Roman shades that they le- whoever we bought this from left behind, so we're gonna be leaving them behind for the next person. They're like fruitcake. Nobody wants them. You're not sure what to do with them. <laughs> well, it's because they're fucking horrible, and they barely keep the light out. I think they call them Roman because they will bugger you. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> I'm more than happy to start over. Or like, you know, the Zima somebody brought to a party in 1992 that somebody said, you know, we're never going to drink that. Let's just bring it to the next party. And <laughs> Yeah, the, the bottle of Cisco <laughs> or, or Mad Dog that, you know, your buddy Ken brings as a gag. and The gallon of Sunny D that you bought for your college party because the, the regulations at your college said that you have to have one alternative beverage that's non-alcoholic. And so there's the bottle of Sunny D that nobody ever drinks. Really? Af- after this week, you want to tell a story about your childhood? <laughs> I don't think I can emotionally fucking bear it. You had to bring Sunny D with you to a kegger. That gallon of Sunny D lasted four years. That gallon of Sunny D probably would have gotten you more fucksword by the end of your college career. gallon of career. Sunny D now is raising a family, has children of, of its own that are probably going off to college. Probably the, probably the pig... <laughs> Probably the pig fucker who owned one of the places that we made an offer on. It, it was, it was a, oh, the screaming match that you, you horrified our realtor's intern with. It, it was a place, it's not the place that we wound up with, but it was an earlier place we'd made an idle offer, and they came back, and it looked like they were going to make a deal. So we were jumping pretty well, because we uh, we would make bigger returns every time they'd come down, because we figured this is going to be a good deal. And uh, but every time it was, it's contingent on our selling the home office because we do not have the kind of money that it right. takes to pay this Ooh. more. We have to sell and then the money comes in. And, uh, it was never an issue until almost the last thing. And then they said, uh, we don't want to have that contingency. And I was exhausted from moving shit around day after day to the point I had to take a day off my day job to haul shit around and try to repair things in the house, which, you know, if you know me, I'm not handy. It was like watching. It was it was probably like watching the apes at the start of two thousand one, <laughs> just chucking sticks at the monolith and nice. hooting. <laughs> I'm swatting at a smoke detector hanging from the ceiling. Ah! But uh, I, I lost it. I'm screaming at at our realtor who works for us, who's on our side. I'm like that. That guy can suck my cock, and I'm screaming. And he told me two days later after we made the final deal for the place that we got, he's like, you know, I had an intern in the car, and you were on speaker. She was a nice, fresh-faced girl at 21, and you're screaming, he can suck my balls. (laughs) That's Rob, making an impression. (laughs) So basically, it's there hasn't been a show because I really have not been functional near a microphone, clearly, in the last two weeks. You probably scared her straight. She's going to, you know, go into marketing or... <laughs> yeah, go back to school. Legal. Yeah, <laughs> social media director. <laughs> oh, she'll be in for a rude awakening. <laughs> shit, I majored in print journalism. Trust me, she'll be fine. Oh, she can't handle somebody screaming, suck my cock. What's she going to do when she sees it come across her timeline in all caps? What, my cock? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> what photographs are you aware of? Thought I wiped those. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, don't, I, I wasn't going to say anything at all. You're the one who's looking guilty. That's I was all I'm young. saying. I was young. I needed the money. Uh-huh. I was alone. I didn't need the money. I was bored. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> Andrew Weiner. 
(laughs) (laughs) Nobody would give me even that much power. Forget it. So, yeah, it's, it's now we're 24 hours after we were supposed to even have an episode up. We're still operating on fatigue hysteria. We're, we're fatigue hysteria too, the unhousing. The the unhousing, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just horrible. So we we sincerely apologize. There's barely any and it sucks because there was some reasonable comics news this week. DC announced they're canceling already six of the books that they put up as part of the DCU after convergence. Bye Lobo. Yeah, but also don't let by, the door hit you on the ass on the way out. But by also uh, Gotham at midnight. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but yeah, it's just we have not had the opportunity to really dig into it. Or the related story that apparently DC's had money problems the last quarter or so. So in the interest of just tightening up the audience and making sure they've got the maximum core audience, they've said, okay, no Batgirling stuff. Yeah, stop, stop. Stop fucking with things. We yeah, can't afford it. Yeah, let's make everything, what, like the new 52? I thought that was the whole point of Convergence. Why, why couldn't they have said stop Batgirling before they changed Batgirl? Well, that's because you in particular don't like Batgirl, really, and neither do I, really frankly. But, <laughs> but the idea of, I want my comics publishers to take chances. Yes. Some no, cool right. stuff has come out of Convergence. The, the We Are Robin is not bad. Yeah. Uh, Black Canary's been okay. I mean, there's been some cool stuff. Yes. To... To make those strides and sort of meet Marvel halfway with their, you know, Ms. Marvel and the kind of stuff they've been doing. Now, okay, something cool's coming out of DC, and now it's immediately, no, 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 get everything back to normal. We needs the monies. Yeah. It's so. expensive to move. <laughs> hey, you know what? In six months, Batman versus Superman opens. It could be a whole new world. But the problem is even that whole new world would be great. More Miller-type stories, even if that movie sets the world on fire. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's... So, yeah, it was a great story. It's like, we should talk about this. It's like, all right, great. When are we going to sit down and research it? Well, if I turn the computer on, uh, it might blow dust. <laughs> and then we, we'll never get any money for our house, and we'll have to live with the rats for the rest of our lives. If I turn so, on the computer for even five minutes, I might miss the space where there's a grease stain, and then it'll make the counter look old, and then we'll get like five grand less. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we just have not had a huge opportunity, but... The major activity, at least for the moment, is probably past. We're going to have to go flailing around for paperwork, um, go through the mortgage process. But realistically, the we have no time and no energy to do anything is probably past. So we should be back. Although, again, it could very well be interrupted as these things come up. This is the first time we've ever done one home office to another home office you know, with, with that's not a lease, you know, where you can tell the landlord, hey, suck it, I'll see you. <laughs> My forwarding address, uh, it's number one. See? See the number one I'm holding up for you? The one finger? <laughs> I was actually flipping it. This is radio. I'm, this is how fucked I am. <laughs> oh, go ahead and keep the damage deposit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you find the real damage? <clears throat> it might cover it. Yeah. So it's it's possible there will be interruptions. Hopefully things will smooth out uh, for the time being. We'll try to keep you posted as to when. You know, there will probably be a missed episode during the actual Moving of all belongings across town. Yes. Uh, we're not not entirely sure what dates those are yet, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know as we know. But, all right, so why don't we make this at least somewhat worthwhile, even though I read this book Wednesday when it came out, 
and we just found the comics a couple days ago, and you just read it today, but I really enjoyed it and thought it was really a solid one and done. This is Batman 44, story by Scott Snyder, and um, written together with Brian Azzarello. Yep, with art by Jock. Uh, yeah. Now, this is, it's a one and done outside of the current continuity of uh, Robo Bunny Jim Gordon uh, being Batman, so this is... Just past zero year, and Bruce Wayne is investigating, not Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne Batman is investigating a murder of a a kid who was found in the middle of a field, cause of death being dropped from over a thousand feet. But he also has gunshot wounds. Yeah. Gunshot wounds seem to have not been the cause of death. No. The fall was. It was a fall, and there's no buildings anywhere, and this is a basically no-fly zone. Nothing flies over it as far as anybody's aware, and Batman is going through the city trying to investigate who killed him and what was the the cause of death. Yes. It's a pretty simple story. It is. But the cool thing about it for me was this is really, (laughs) it's kind of a smart way of addressing that sort of asinine... I don't like geeks. I want to look like I'm smarter than everybody else asking questions at a panel. Wouldn't Bruce Wayne really do a lot more for the public if he just gave all his money, <laughs> gave all his money to charitable uh, contributions? And, and Batman really would have no place in Gotham's. The, this issue totally answers that why that's, it's not that simple. That's yeah. Even if he gave everything to it, it's not going to be that simple. There are too many causes to these things, and how things go back and forth. One thing causes another, and you can plug one leak, but what mm-hmm. that causes is, uh, just the example here. It's like, hey, Bruce Wayne is renovating this neighborhood. That means this particular bodega now suddenly is extremely valuable to somebody, and that brings in a different criminal element. Yes. So yeah. It, it, it follows Batman as he goes to what you would think would be the usual suspects. And you know, so there's the going to the penguin because he realizes, all right, well, even if this is a no-fly zone, we know Penguin f- uses his airships to get illegal contraband in this way. So the kid must have been stowed aboard and pushed out as part of a deal gone wrong. And Turns out that's not the case, but it leads him down another avenue and another avenue and another avenue. Yeah, no, it's the gang leader. Okay, no, it's this, and it's it just yeah, it's it turns out this kid was in a box because of a variety of pressures and stressors coming from various different directions. Each one either acting as the solution to some economic plight or taking advantage of it, and. Yeah, there just there are no easy solutions to it, and it really is the answer to well, why would this millionaire who can do everything with charity, you know, why is there still a need for the Batman? Yeah, and at least in Gotham City, okay, that Snyder and Azarello really give a pretty decent answer. And the title of this is a simple case. <laughs> and yeah, it's, and it's not simple, and that's you know sort of the point. The if you hear, you know, the sort of overused phrase, it takes a village to raise a child, really what comes across here is it a village can also just as easily kill a child. Yeah, it's uh, there was just too much going on with this. There there was no way out of it. Yeah, and in its own way, the, the title works. It's a, yeah, it's a simple Batman case because it hits all the Batman elements. It is, 
goes to the penguin, goes to gangs, goes to organized crime, goes to the cor- corrupt policemen. Yeah, corrupt policemen, uh, man bats there. It's all the standard Batman stuff, but the way it all fits together, it's like, yeah, it's, this is, this is the big city. This is Gotham. And there aren't any easy solutions. And Gotham, one of Snyder's strengths is making Gotham be a character in the story. And that holds true here as well, because there's this sort of constant, you know, have I interrogated all the suspects? Well, have I really sort of interrogated Gotham? <laughs> yeah. And anybody doing a good Batman story makes Gotham a character, and that it's really well done in this particular issue. Yeah, because... Um, in terms of the layout, there are snippets that cut to news articles that um, Batman has been reading over time to be familiar with the history of Gotham and the various political and socioeconomic factors at play in his city. Yeah. And it sort of buttresses the events of the story as it goes along. It's it's kind of a, a neat technique. Yeah. No, this is, this is a really solid, well-done issue. And Jock's art... Is a really good style for Batman. You yes. know, when when he was working with Snyder on Detective Comics before the New Fifty Two, I liked it. It's good to see him back on Batman, even just for a one and done. It's good to see Bruce Wayne as Batman back. Yeah. You know the the Robo Bunny thing. It's been you know kind of fun, but yeah, <laughs> that's a sad thing. I'm like, oh, they're telling DC not to make Joe not to take chances. That's terrible. And I'm sitting here as a Batman fan, going, I want my Bruce Wayne back. I'm not. I'm part of the fucking problem. Well, it's because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I want simple comfort for today, for God's sake. I, I think the thing with that, though, is they're picking and choosing where they're telling people not to go Batgirling. They're not going to tell Snyder to stop with the, the, the Robo Bunny. They will tell somebody else, oh, you can't have your title anymore because reasons. <laughs> Ever since the new 52, Scott Snyder could drag his scrote across <laughs> an emery board and chuck it at Dan DiDio's head and be like, this is uh, the Emery issue... board or is screwed. Either one. This is issue forty three. I'm gonna go do some smack in a hotel room outside <laughs> of fucking Baltimore. I'll see you in a month. <laughs> and it would take six months of sustained bad sales for Scott Snyder to not be able to do that. True. True. So yeah, this one's definitely recommended. Very one, much so. One that I know you didn't see, and I honestly, again, we have not been able to really keep up with the comics news. So I don't know if uh, maybe I've got a one of a kind print fuck up Star Wars Shattered Empire number one by Greg Rucka. The thing's got to be 48 pages and it's because they reprint eight page stretches like three times. Oh, God. Like you read the first eight pages and flip and it goes back to page one or something and you got to reread it and the entire story's there, but there's big chunks of it that are duplicated just within the issue for no reason at all. That's fucked up. It was printed by a drunk. It just, it just, Rob, did you print that comic? It's possible. There's a lot of days this last week I can't <laughs> account for between just being exhausted and the, the booze to stop me from whimpering mm. every night. So yeah, that was that one was not a bad story, but man, when you have to go, okay, let me just... The anxiety of getting with it. Shit, it's another reprint page. Am I even going to get the entire story? Yeah, that's yeah, that's not good. Somebody should be held slightly accountable for that one because yeah. all I remember at the about the book is the Han Solo saying it's not over yet, and the fact I had to I may have read that line four times. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet. You know why? Because it's going to be reprinted in another eight pages. Yes. So. So. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, Jesus, it's a 25-minute show, but then again... We're making up for all of those two-and-a-half-hour ones that you guys sat through earlier yeah, this year. Yeah, no, that's that's not <laughs> what we're doing. It's We sincerely apologize for how things have worked out for the last couple of weeks. It's, again, never having been in this position of selling the house, had no idea how labor-intensive to get to this point it was going to be. Yeah. But now that the open houses are over and there's an accepted offer... uh. Hopefully that will pass at least in the short term. So we are still planning to have a show for this coming Sunday at 1030 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Whether that will wind up being the often teased Mr. Robot episode or not, um, that's a little early to tell. But there'll be some show and it will be much more like we, our normal we ones. We will have a show. And it will be funnier, and there will be stupid sound effects, and it will be actually at the studio instead of an act. Wait, here, I'll help. Sugar Man! <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> My name is Hiro Nakamura. <laughs> I am from the future. I have a message for you. I want you to protect your balls whenever po- I gotta get some new sound effects. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Depends on how you feel about them. Uh, what does a stroke feel like? Uh, trust me, you would know. <laughs> okay. It probably feels like the last two weeks of our lives. Mm. So we are sorry for the late episode. We are sorry for the truncated episode. We should be back on a more even keel as of this Sunday. We're just sorry. Yeah, at this point, I'll apologize for whatever you want. As long as, long as I don't have to polish another surface or hump another goddamn bookshelf down to the garage. I washed windows. That's the funny thing to me. The, the realtor said, you know, look, anything that you want... Just take all the furniture you can and get it into the garage. Where, where do we put our cars? Well, it's, <laughs> even we could still fit the cars, but he's like, don't worry. It doesn't matter. It, people will look in the garage, but nobody will notice it. You know, really? Nobody will notice four bookshelves full of comic books that we store in a garage <laughs> with the cars? <laughs> okay. All right. As long as I don't have to bring those fucking things to the garage anymore, and now I can start bringing things out of hiding and rebuild the studio, we should be back on a more even keel. Yes. So, yeah, it's short, it's sweet-ish. Read Batman 44 if you haven't already. Read Batman 44. Um, also read uh, Luther Strode 3. Yes. That was solid. Yes. And Wicked and the Divine 14. Read that. Yeah. And Spider-Man Renew Your Vows 4. Yes. Do so we have read these books. It's just, <laughs> you know... <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing left. I'm physically exhausted. I think we got to wrap this up. You need whiskey. <laughs> I, I need some whiskey. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can find us in the usual places. <laughs> the bar, whimpering. Yeah. <laughs> home, our home website is crisisoninfinitemidlives.com. Uh, certainly, you can find us uh, on Facebook, on Twitter. We have links to those on our homepage. You can email us, crisisoninfinitemidlives at gmail.com. But, yeah, uh, We'll wrap this up, and we'll be back strong, tan, rested, and ready this coming Sunday. Yes. So this has been episode 86 of the Crisis on Infinite Midlife show, such as it is. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. Thank you sincerely for listening and bearing with us for the last couple years, and derp. Did you mention the Comics Podcast Network? We're proud members of We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. We legitimately... uh, Go to bed, Rob. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.